just want to do a quick impromptu podcast on the baseball news that came out yesterday. And the one piece I'm not even going to talk much about because I think I'll probably write about it soon and try to figure out sort of what it means for the pod race, the playoff structure this year, playing all the games in a row in, in the series, in the, you know, in the three, the five and the seven game series, the world series will still have breaks in between, I guess, for whatever reason. Uh, but all the other games now will be played without breaks because they'll be at the neutral site and the, the first series will be at the home team site. And that's going to change the complexion of, of how teams handle their, their pitching staff with, you know, you're not going to be able to funnel as many innings to the, the best arms as teams have done in the past. Like last year with the nationals with, you know, Scherzer and Strasburg and Corbin being able to have those guys throw so many innings. Um, this year it's going to be different because you're not going to get those off days on travel days. And, uh, so teams are going to have to throw their four and five or at least their three, four starters, maybe their five starter a little more. Um, also the bullpen, you know, you'll have to use more bullpen arms because you can't have a guy pitch three or four games in a row because you don't have that off day in between. So, you know, whatever a guy can pitch, if he can pitch two days in a row, he's not going to be available in the next day. And, um, I think for the Padres, you know, just looking at it uh, on the surface level, I think it's a positive. The only team that they don't have the advantage on in pitching depth is probably the Dodgers. And uh, they might even have it there, but but I'm not sure. I think in the rotation, at least the Dodgers can certainly match them in, in depth. But otherwise, look around the rest of the league and, and the, the quality of, of starting depth falls off quickly. We talked about teams like the Mets with a lot. A lot of teams have two guys, and the Mets have Nola, uh, not Nola, um, Degrom and Lugo. Um, the Phillies have Nola and Wheeler. You know, the, the Reds have three good starters, but then it falls off some after that. The Braves have Freed and Ian Anderson, a rookie, and not much after that because they've been decimated by injuries or, or um, underperformance. The Marlins, as John Heyman let us know, have Sixto Sanchez and Alcantara falls off after that. So the Padres can go three deep, first of all, with, with three quality guys with you know Lamette, Clevenger, and Davies. But as far as fourth and fifth starters are concerned, Richards and Paddock are still very much well above average. Uh, if you have to throw them a decent amount of innings, I think you'll be happy with that compared to the other team's fourth and fifth starter. Whereas you still want to be able to throw Lamette and, and Clevenger and Davies more, but all the teams have to, you know, um, operate under the same rules. So you you're, you're going to get the advantage, and, and the same thing with the bullpen. I think um, the Padres now with, with guys like Morahone who can who can take innings, and, and if, the, if a team does like a bullpen day in the playoffs, or, or just kind of where you have a short leash with the starter, and and you can have somebody like Morahone eat those innings in, in the middle, maybe even Patino. But um, and just in general with the pen too, with you know Pomerantz back and Pagan back and looking good, and Rosenthal, the bullpen looks like a strength um, and, and has a lot of depth. So I think the pod, I think that 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 news helps the Padres. Um, like I said, I'll probably write about that at some point. And try to dig down a little bit deeper and, and see what other teams have. But um, I think it could really help in the championship series if they get that far against a team like the Braves or Cubs or. Um, Phillies, whoever makes it that far, not to get ahead of ourselves. But um, the other piece of, of baseball news that came out was Rob Manfred being quoted 
in an article saying that he wants the 16-team the playoff format, um, eight teams in each league, to stick around going forward and that the owners also want that, at least the majority of them, and they have for a while. Um, I thought that was disheartening news because I just don't want that. I don't think many baseball fans do if you look at the reaction on Twitter and such. And uh, I think we were fine with it this year because it was a chaotic year and it was kind of an embrace the embrace the chaos type of thing. We had all these rule changes, some of them related to the to the shortened season and the pandemic with uh, the extra innings, you know, the man on second and the, the seven inning double headers. And then you had the DH and the three batter minimum. And, and, and a lot of those rules I don't really mind, especially the DH, which I think will stick. And the three batter minimum I, I've been fine with. I know some people don't like it because it's sort of an, an artificial um, restraint, but I, I just just the way that it plays out, I don't mind it. I think it it, inv- it invites more strategy than than less strategy in some ways. So it's, it's kind of cool from that perspective, trying to figure out, you know, what which pitcher can can get through three guys and not just one at times. Um, but not to get sidetracked. Uh, I think that we were fine with the playoff format this year because, again, the chaos nature of it, and, and also because it's a 60-game season, sometimes you don't have enough time to sort out all the best teams. If you look at like the Yankees this year, they've had a lot of injuries. They're still going to get in the playoffs and, and have a good chance to probably advance pretty far because they've got a good team. If they get some of their guys back, I don't know when, when Judge, maybe Judge is back now or he's coming back soon. I know he's been out longer than than expected, but if they get somebody like him back and they have Garrett Cole, you know, pitching better and not that I'm, I'm rooting for the Yankees, but just to look at a team like that, they're able to get in this year. Whereas if everything worked out the same, they wouldn't uh, get in if, if this was a normal year. So I understand it from that perspective. And also because the owners want to make more money. Uh, because they're they're losing the the gate receipts this year, they're losing uh, all the ticket sales and the revenue from that, and and I mean understandably, but um, they get the money from the playoffs, and that was important. But going forward, I, I just think it would. I'm not going to say it would be devastating for the sport, but I think it could be because I think even somebody like myself, who's a huge baseball fan, my first reaction was like, oh, that's going to be a that's going to be a long season, you know, 162 games. If you look at the Padres this year and the Dodgers. Let's say they do the same thing next year, and they're both you know, thirty-eight and twenty-two or whatever in, in June, and uh, nine games up on the Giants and the rest of the division. You're going to have to go four months of baseball with with not a lot at stake. I mean, sure, you want to win the division, just like this year, but it's going to be the same type of thing. Well, you know, the one seed or the is the one seed that important? Is the division that important? Would we rather play the the five seed? Um, are we going to try to hold back Mackenzie Gore so the Dodgers can't see him until the playoffs in, in an August series? And it's going to be the same sort of thing where the, the division just has a much, um, you know, it's been minimized by by the rules because you're going to play like a three or five game series either way. Um, whereas in, in the past years, the division meant that you get to avoid the wild card game for one, which is really big because that's like a 50% chance of being eliminated. And you can, you know, you can adjust that up a little bit if you have a, a good starter, but any, any team can lose one game to, to anybody, uh, as we, as we know, as, as baseball fans. So you get to avoid that. And then, you know, you get yourself into the tournament right away. And also the wild card, uh, just getting a wild card is, is not always easy. Sometimes you got to win 93, 94, 95 games. So you can have a situation where the Padres and Dodgers could both be on 95 win paces 
and the battle for the division could also turn into the battle for the wild card. So you get all these memorable games down the stretch of the season and in these crazy playoff races that we, these, these pennant races that we've had in the past where it all comes down to the final day and um, there's so much that can happen and you're not going to get that with, with an eight game format. You're going to get it for, for the eighth seed. Sure. But, but I don't think anybody's that interested in, in sorting out the, you know, the 78 win team and, and from the 82 win team and, and, um, having a, a playoff race that is focused more on mediocre teams than the elite teams. Um, so just in general, I, I just, I despise the, the eight team playoff format. Uh, like I said, this year I'm, I'm fine with it. Maybe even prefer it for, for various circumstances, but going forward with 162 game season, I just think that you've got to, um, understand that that's that's a long time that's a lot of games and, it, and it's great we, we we love it um as fans but you have to make it mean something and uh joe i, I saw some tweets tonight from joe sheehan and uh, dan zimborski and, and specifically one of sheehan said that and i'm paraphrasing but um that this is a change that would uh, sort of fundamentally alter how he uh relates to the sport in that he's not sure how much how much he could invest in a 162 game season if eight teams made the playoffs if half the league made the playoffs and uh, the season was just so much less important than it is than it has been in, in past years and i think the good news is that i don't think this is going to happen i don't think manfred can just sort of unilaterally put this in place i believe he needs the agreement of the players association. And I don't think the players association is just going to hand the owners this because for one, it's a bargaining chip. If the owners want it, and obviously the, the players know that the owners want it, the, the owners have admitted it. Um, they're going to want to get something in return. They're not going to want to just give this up before the, the, the CBA negotiations come up after next season. So they're going to want um, something I would think big in return, whether it was, uh, to become, uh, you know, less uh, service or something to do with service time, or the the you know the minimum um, salary, or control years for teams, lowering that from six to five or four, stuff that the owners aren't going to want to give up either, but that the players certainly are going to want to uh, negotiate um, and get something in return if they were to give the owners the eight game, the eight team playoff format, even though the players probably don't care that much whether they have you know how the playoff structure works out it it's not a big difference to them in terms of how many games they play or anything like that but it's just the idea that they're not just going to give this to to the owners and um the other aspect for the players is that this is going to sort of disincentivize spending uh, among a lot of teams i think if you're the padres or the dodgers to use them as an example the yankees whatever um, and you're go the Braves, and you're going into the season knowing you're a, you're a 95 to 100 win team, or, or just 90 plus. You're going to make the playoffs in nine out of ten simulations. You're you're not as uh, incentivized to go out and spend on the free agent market or to go add players through trade and you know big salary players because you can just play it out and make the playoffs, and maybe you add somebody at the deadline and address a need there, but you, you don't need to spend. Uh, a lot more to increase your your playoff odds by like 0.1%. And again, when we talk about the division not meaning as much, you also don't need to worry about that as much. Get in the tournament and let things play out. And uh, so free agent prices, which have already been suppressed in, in, in past years, uh, I think 
partly just because of sort of owner apathy and, and, you know, teams trying to get under the, the luxury tax, like the Red Sox. And um, for various reasons, they're, they're going to take a hit this year, I'm sure, because of the 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 nature of this season with, with no fans. Um, we've already seen some teams, you know, sort of complaining or, or warning fans that they're not going to spend much. And uh, again, before all this happened, you are, you already had teams like the, like Cleveland saying, you know, enjoy Lindor while he's here. We're not going to be able to resign him and, and stuff like that. So if the, uh, to use Cleveland as, as, as an example, um, they could probably let Lindor go uh, insert, you know, Gabriel Arias in a couple of years and continue to make the playoffs, especially with the with the pitching that they've had and been able to develop. Um, and in a, a division that's a little bit better, but still has two bad teams. And again, they don't have to win it. They don't even have to come in second <laughs> if the if the eight team format stayed uh, in, in the way that it is this year. They could come in third and, and make the playoffs and behind the White Sox and, and, and uh, Twins and, and make the playoffs easily. And so a team like that, why are they gonna why are they gonna resign Lindor? You know, outside of the obvious factors that you want to keep a franchise shortstop um, on your team more than six or seven years uh, and a great player, but as far as hey, we can keep we can keep making the playoffs and and shed some salary, and um, so it's gonna hurt the the players in, in that regard. And that's why, again, I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to give this to the owners. Certainly, as long as they have a say. And I don't think that. I don't even know that they'll want to negotiate this and, and have this even be a be a thing because of of the various factors. Like I said, with the spending in the free agent market, um, if they give up one thing and it hurts them in another area, then then they're not gaining anything and maybe they're losing something. And I just think that that sometimes what's uh, disheartening is that the owners seem so focused on the short term. And that they aren't ever able to look at the long term and, and how a move like this, sure, it could get them more money in, in the short term. But if the if the sport collapses, and uh, I'm not saying it will, there, there's been a, a million times where people have said that baseball is dying and, and, and it hasn't and, it, and it's not really. But if you make a sort of change like this that does alter the future of the sport and, and we're interested in it, even from 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 hardcore fans and, and from more casual fans just slowly deteriorates because the regular season loses meaning and, and team and people just um, aren't as interested in, in following the slog of the season. Whereas in the past, it, like I said, it means something. So it's, it's uh it's easy to follow along, but if it, if it, if it loses that meaning, and I think that even this year you've, you felt that, you know, with the Padres, this is a, in a regular season, tomorrow's game or today's game would be huge, and it still is really big. But if they if they lose, it doesn't matter. They're 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 going to make the playoffs, and they're going to have a they're going to have roughly the same odds of advancing to the World Series if they come in the fourth seed or the first seed. And in a, in a different season, that would be different. The odds would be entirely changed. They would have a much smaller chance of advancing because they would have to play the wild card game, where it's roughly a 50% chance just to get into the tournament. And, and then they would be squared off against what the Dodgers in the first round. So uh, it's, it's um, just so much different this year. Whereas, like I said, if it was a regular season, the Padres would, you know, be going all out to win this game tomorrow. And I should, I'm sure they will anyways. 
Ted again today <laughs> doing this game today. Um, but it's just different. And, um, the, the good news again, I, I, I think it's not, I think it won't happen. That's my, that's my prediction. I'm not sure if, if people think that it's going to happen, but I guess the, the disheartening part is just that the owners want it to happen and that Manfred, um, wants it to happen and that he is not good at, at sort of media relations stuff and just sort of ever saying the right thing, which is not great. And it's just that the, the thought process of the owners and Manfred is not good. And, and that's scary because you want your, you want your, your sport to be in good hands. And, um, I'm not saying that, that all the owners are, are, are bad or, or don't look out for the, the best interests of the sport or that, that Manfred does, doesn't do those things either, but, but I'm just not sure the more, the more evidence, um, comes up that, that they're not that interested in, in the long-term stuff and that by continuing to take, take, take from the players, which they've done in, in years, um, in recent years with various, um, you know, with the service time stuff and with the, the free agent market, the way that it's been in, in the past, um, especially for, for mid-tier free agents and that what we expect to have a contentious CBA negotiation and, and you know, that, that nobody seems to be too concerned that what a work stoppage could do for baseball. And, and again, we talk about baseball being resilient, but at some point it's going to fall further behind uh, other sports in, in the national landscape. I think if, if something catastrophic were to happen, like a, like a longer work stoppage or if the eight team format took hold and then backfired, which I think it wouldn't, I suppose they could change it, but I still don't think you want to go down that road. So the, the most disheartening thing I think is just the, the mindset of the owners. And that's the scarier part in the long term. I think the positive is that I don't really think this will happen. And I think everybody's just kind of outraged at the initial news, but hopefully we get, um, we go back to the, to the five team format, or maybe even go back to, you know, like it was in the old days where only, <laughs> where only one team got in and we go completely the opposite direction. I'm just kidding, but I'm going to end it before I mess things up. Like I always say at the end, because I'm getting to that point where I'm messing it up. I'll talk to you later in the week.